0: Welcome to the Creative Flex Podcast, where we shine the light on the journeys and talents of people across the globe. I'm your host, Sean Dean, and I hope you're entertained and most of all inspired by these stories. Please subscribe on Spotify and iTunes. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. Joffrey Guerrero, good afternoon, sir. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for calling in. I know you're busy taking care of uh, your little daughter. You know, you're a busy man, so I really appreciate you taking time today. No, this is good. Water. This is uh, helps
1: me forget about a daily life. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so Memorial
0: Day weekend, but it doesn't really seem like a holiday weekend, so.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely feels like a new day.
0: <laughs> man, so, Joffrey, no, so uh, you're the founder and executive director uh, of the Katra film series. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. I was doing some research on, on the on the past submissions and, and all of that. And so it's some awesome, awesome work, man. So really thank great. Thank you. So,
1: thank you. Appreciate
0: it. I know you have a hand in six film production series, but in terms of Katra, that's your baby. That's your main... That's
1: my first love.
0: What was your inspiration for it?
1: Yeah. I started it back in uh, 2012, summer of 2012. The inspiration, well, I've been a filmmaker for the past 20 years since I went to film school um see inspiration came by by two experiences one was screening my films at festivals that have no audiences one or two people watching my film and i'm like what the fuck is this you know i could do this a hundred times better and pack the the theater up that's number one number two just uh yeah some other bad experiences with some festivals i uh was a part of a festival in la i won the best short film award and it turned out to be all bullshit and there was no real um prize uh, it's just a little cheap frame that i got probably at the 99 cent store <laughs> i still have that somewhere i think it's in my mom's house somewhere like stored in my the, in the, in the closet so yeah so that that those two experiences and another festival too i worked that uh, i was running a uh, human right i'm not going to say the name of the festival but it was a human rights film festival that i got hired i was living in la at the time and i got hired to uh, to work to run this festival and i actually at the time i couldn't find work i was in la for a few days couldn't find any work and i got this offer in new york so i flew back to new york ran this festival for about 2 months i wasn't getting paid it was all paid it was go- i was going to get paid after the festival was done or whatever and i did a phenomenal job i was i got them press on new york one i uh i got a theater for free they donated their space in east harlem and i did a i did a great job so i was like uh you know where's my at the end of the festival after we did this great you know panel discussion we had invited some really big big people i never got paid and i couldn't I couldn't hound them because they were in New York. They were based in another country, so it became this back and forth. Oh, yeah, it's, this is during the during the, the there was a crisis in that country, an economic crisis. So I, I we're going back and forth. They were tell me, Yeah, we'll pay you, we'll pay you. They were kicking kicking the can down the road. Never got paid. So those two experiences happened back to back within a few years, and then I just said, You know what? Why don't I do this for myself? Let me run a film festival, and do this as a as a as a career. You know, I'm in the film world. Why not start my own business? So that's how we started and then that's how Katra film series was born.
0: Great. And what's the background of the name?
1: Background Katra. So Katra is a lounge and I'm sure you've probably been in the in the, in the Lower East Side on the Bowery. Good music. So, good music, good people, good, yeah. good drinks, amazing bartenders. I used to go there just to see the pretty bartenders. <laughs> <short> little dresses. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and the drink, the drinks were always great. So I I I was just lazy. I'm like call it Katra film series, you know? Mm-hmm. I used, and that's that's how it was. That's how it came about. Shout out to Phil. Phil, yeah, Phil, thank you, uh, boy. Phil. Hopefully, Catalan will be back. They uh, they're in the process of uh, getting back to normal. So hopefully, in the next few months,
0: film is a good distraction. It puts our minds to somewhere else instead of thinking about this pandemic. Where do you see this in this coronavirus world? I mean, we're hoping for a, a vaccine by you know Q two next year at the earliest. Is that
1: what they're saying? I thought it was December. That's, that's, that's what Trump
0: is saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: probably what it is. Yeah, I
0: think the legitimate scientists are, are saying Q2 next year. But, okay. but no, the, the sooner the better. One question, and I, I spoke with Adam Kahn, who's the executive uh, chief creative officer at, at Gray Midwest. He's, a, he's an art director. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just talking about ads that show people in, in, in congregation, people together, love stories. In this world, hopefully it's just a short, amount of time but do you see that of this pandemic affecting plot lines store like movies films moving forward that it's going to stay away from showing crowds showing love stories where people people interact or what do you see the future in terms of movies
1: no i think i think uh no we're going to still see stories i mean it's going to have an effect the coronavirus this covid world that we live in now it's uh stuff going to have an impact in terms of stories and themes that are going to be told. People are, you know, they're writing stories now. Um, with one of my other festivals, the Bowery Film Festival, we're accepting submissions for one-minute shorts highlighting the mood of the global pandemic. So we're getting a lot of works about what's going on and, you know, how this is affecting everyone. Um, but I think eventually, I mean, Hollywood is already in the process of getting back to some semblance of normalcy. So what they're planning to do is a lot from what I was reading is a lot of these studios and, and big Hollywood production are, are gonna quarantine. They're gonna have a cast and crew qu- test them, quarantine them for 14 days before actual shooting. And then they're gonna be monitoring them daily with uh, temperature checks and you know symptoms and, and then shoot, do a normal film. I think they'll have regular stories, you know, whatever stories they're, they're telling, they're gonna go, go back to that that way of, of, of covering stories and telling stories. But surely we are gonna see stories moving forward about what's going on. I mean, that's just the nature of Hollywood and and, and film filmmaking.
0: This is something that, that I asked you about yesterday cuz Tarantino's my favorite director. Is your favorite? I'm to see <laughs> as as a professional, what do you think the top 3 of his films are in, terms, in your subjective opinion?
1: Top 3 Tarantino films, man. He has a lot of haters and <laughs> and I love. Him. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Tarantino fan, so I don't give a fuck about what the haters think. Mm-hmm. Um I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Great film about a certain period in, in Hollywood. Um, top three, I would say, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill 1,
0: and Django. That's interesting. So you want Kill Bill 1 over Kill Bill 2? Yeah. Kill Bill 2 is... Kill Bill 1 is has a lot more action. Uh, yeah. Kill Bill 2, it's more of a dialogue, Very backstory. dialogue driven. Yeah, it's... Yeah.
1: It gets it gets to the point where I'm just like, shut up. You know, <laughs> I don't really care. It's a move it's a moving art form, you know, it's visual. I don't want to hear the story, I want to see the story. I think Kill Bill really captured that. But usually that's that's Tarantino's, you know, that's his way of, of telling stories. And he's if anybody's gonna tell a story through dialogue, it's him because he could do it. Not many people can do it.
0: Yeah, I mean Reservoir Dogs is basically filmed in like one area. <laughs> they were basically in that in that warehouse the whole time, right? So. The whole,
1: yeah, yeah, that was impressive. That was his first film and and he did it for a low budget. Yeah, that was that was really good.
0: My favorite is Jackie Brown.
1: Jackie Brown, really? You know, it's actually it's it's. I've watched it recently. Yeah, it gets better with age. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, "Uh, eh, next." But now, like when you watch it, it actually it, it holds up. With, with even even De Niro plays
0: a really good character. Daniel Jackson's amazing in that. Oh, he's always yeah. How are you holding up? I'm holding. I'm good. I'm hanging in there. I'm you know just uh.
1: Being more of a, you know, being a responsible dad. <laughs> Staying home and, and taking care, take care of uh, my family. Um, but also trying to get some work that I got. You know, with Katra, we've had to get creative and go virtual. So this week, we're, so Katra is a quarterly festival. So we have one every season, every, every three or four months or so. And uh, initially, we were supposed to be at the Alamo Theater in April. But because of this, we had to make some adjustments and we're going virtual online next week. So that's been busy just getting that back up and running and working nonstop.
0: So who are the judges
1: for that? The audience. The audience. So we have the, the audience votes. We do oh, audience good. voting for that. At the end of the year, we do a, what we've been calling the grand finale, where we'll showcase the top audience voted picks and the, the top films that we thought were amazing that should advance to that next to the final round but with the whole thing that's going on we're going to do it next year we're going to do a gala award ceremony so we're going to well you're hearing it here first awesome we're awesome. Going, to, you're going to we're going to do a gala award ceremony at a place to be determined where we'll invite the top works and everybody who's part of the the main the main quarterly festival and they'll get to hang out have some food and drinks and see who wins the top prizes and then for that gala awards ceremony, we'll have judges. We have industry judges, such as Steven Nemeth and all these other people that's on our website.
0: My question was, it also has to do with, relevant to art in general, not just film. It's so subjective, right? Like even like art school, I don't even know how they, I don't know if they give grades or not, yeah. or if it's just pass fail. How does a judge, I'm sure you're part of the judging team panel. How does it, how do you, how does one judge a film compared to another is it it's so subjective even look, i mean i could tell bad acting and good acting but yeah. that's subjective i mean someone could say it, it, exactly it was good. i mean
1: i always tell people especially filmmakers and actors don't take don't take this personal you know yeah like you said judging is very selective subjective everybody you know you can have one person say something about a film and another per- person say a completely different thing about a film i mean we really put we're all about originality original storytellings Stories that you haven't seen in Hollywood or the mainstream independent films or whatever. So we uh, try to look for original stories, dynamic characters, three-dimensional characters, it just works that blow our minds. I mean, that just really like grip you and tell and have something to say.
0: So I'm thinking, you know, does a score come into play? Is that a factor? Is special effects a factor, or, or does it not? Is or is it more how it's you? It's all
1: together. It's an. It's a. It's more of a how everything is used together within the context of the story and the characters. So you do have, you know, musical elements definitely play a, a big part of it. If it's a visual effect driven film, then yeah, VFX should should play a big part of it. And yeah, it does play a big part of it. We we did have one of our it just remind me of a sci-fi short that we had that was very CGI and VFX driven and it won the best short film that year a couple of years ago. Uncanny Valley was the name. I remember that. Cool. Uh, but that was like phenomenon. It was about virtual reality and war and it just captured everything and it was all VFX driven. Um, but yeah, story, I mean, every it just, it has to be everything. It has to be good acting. It has to be good story. It has to be, you know, a well shot film. Has the production value has to be high. It doesn't have to be Hollywood quality, but it has to be high. It has to be really like top notch. Um, when we first started, you know, of course, in the first few years, we were just letting any film screen with us and make the decision based on those shorts that you know and when we first started nobody know nobody knew how we were so we had more wiggle room and space to work with but now that we're in in our eighth year ninth season we're kicking off our ninth season next week yeah we uh we're we're more we're at a higher level now so we have to be very careful of the the selections we pick.
0: I'm just curious what in your upbringing made you fall in love with film. I mean, what was there, I mean, we all watch movies and shows when we we're growing up. Was there something that happened or, or something that you fell in love with that led you down this path?
1: Yeah, I just, I woke, I remember the, ex- the exact time. It was one morning, I was five years old. I woke up and a light bulb turned on in my head. said, Joffrey, you're going to be a filmmaker and you're going to run film festivals in your life. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so it sounds so you could see it right no that's not <laughs> that's not what happened well i do remember one, one one uh one particular moment where i was uh walking with my mom to the uh store and it was by the elevated train station and they were shooting a movie they had a train tracks this is a real story not the, uh, they had a, uh not tra- da- dolly tracks which is where they put the camera and they push the dolly so i was walking down the street and i saw this and I'm, i was like four or five years old and I, at that point i really didn't i guess it was a light bulb okay i was like wow this is cool you know like this would be fun to do as a, as a living um so i just remember that visually it was this movie called brighton beach memoirs it's a film that was shot here in the 80s i'm an 80s boy so <laughs> so that yeah so that 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 kind of triggered something in my head and i just you know love movies and the set the way they would they, they they dressed the set up it was a 20 it was a a film, Brighton Beach Marvel, was based on a, on a book from the 30s and 40s, somewhere around that period. And, it, and they dressed the whole scene. And it was, uh, yeah, I just remember that very vividly.
0: Joffrey, we really appreciate your time. Uh, I'm going to give you the last portion of, of this podcast, of this of this episode, to speak about whatever you want to speak about with the audience, to promote whatever you want to promote. Floor is yours. Just let us know what you're up to. You know, we're filming this on Saturday, May 23rd. it would probably be in sometime in June. So your, your spring festival w- would have been done by now.
1: Yeah. Oh, we do have,
0: yeah. Yeah, we do have, uh, we have our spring festival concerts happening next week, May 29, May 30. But
1: we do have our the rest of the year um, to, uh, to finish up. So definitely come check out our film. We're going, for as you know, with the whole COVID situation, we've had to get creative and find new ways to, to showcase works, films, and short content. So look us up, katrafilmseries.com, K-A-T-R-A, filmseries.com. Also, Bowery Film Festival. That's another film festival that I've been running, boweryfilmfestival.com. We have free workshops going on all in the next few weeks and months ahead. We have uh, on June 30th, we have a special film festival workshop slash summit that we're doing with some, some pretty big festivals here in New York and and, in, and from some other states. Also, an Academy Award qualifying film festival will be joining us. Uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know more info. Just follow us on KatraFilmSeries.com, Instagram, at handle at Katra film series. We have our next festival coming up in a few months. So, yeah, definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of great stuff going on. We have a lot of free stuff going on, too, so people can tune in on social media and get some workshops from the, from the big dogs, as I like to say.
0: I'll include those links, as I said, on your episode page. So, Geoffrey, thank you so much, man. All right, Sean. Stay thank safe. you. You too, man. Happy quarantining. Peace. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Peace.